Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and thank you so much for being with me today on episode 105 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges that we face in life. I'm so glad that you're with me today. This is the last episode for 2020. It's been a crazy year, but I've loved putting these podcasts together and hopefully they've added some value to your life. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com. There's many resources there available. It's a great way to communicate with me. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know how you're prospering in the middle of the chaos and uncertainty of 2020. And maybe you have something you'd love for me to talk about in area of leadership where you want to see growth or greater explanation or something you're curious about. Hit me up on the on the website, LanceBain.com. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And maybe we can pick up some of these thoughts that are in your heart and we can talk about them together in 2021. As I said, this is episode 105. And today I want to talk about the peaceful leader, the peaceful leader. Last podcast, episode 104, we talked about the joyful leader. Well, today I want to talk about the peaceful leader. I love being around peaceful leaders. Here's how I would describe peaceful leaders. I describe them as men and women of quiet confidence. I describe them uh, people of of assurance. Uh, there's just a, a palatable hope that seems to emanate from them. What I love about peaceful leaders is that they affect their environment and influence it positively more than the environment influences the leader negatively. I love peaceful leaders because there's a tempered strength, uh, almost like a, a testimony, a story of grit and determination and triumph that attends the peaceful leader. And, you know, we have to be like, we just need to be really careful that we don't think the peaceful leader is a weak leader or that the peaceful leader doesn't have fortitude or muscles. I, I actually think emotional muscle and relational muscle and uh, just w- the muscle of wisdom and good leadership, <laughs> that's what creates and helps foster the heart of a peaceful leader. And so today I want to share with you some thoughts about why being the peaceful leader is so important. Okay, the peaceful leader. It really is important. You know, peace, as I said last week, joy is one of the most frequently used words this time of year. Peace is as well, isn't it? The holiday season between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we hear a lot about peace. And and it, it it's an often used word, and, and maybe and at times because it's so used and maybe even overused, we often dismiss the power of peace. We blow right past it. But if your life is in chaos, if you're experiencing some emotional turmoil or fatigue or sadness, your ears perk up at the idea of peace. Mine certainly do. My heart uh, resonates and tunes in when I'm around peace, in part because a lot of my life is busy. 
there's a certain amount of noise that attends my leadership uh, that's necessary. And so when I can find peace and be around peaceful leaders, peaceful environments, my heart really, really loves that and experiences a tremendous amount of refreshing. And so peace, while one of the most frequently heard words this time of year, it can't be overlooked. We can't let the consistency of peace on earth, goodwill towards men, uh, the peace banners that are going to be on websites and uh, Cyber Monday ads and in window displays. We can't let the idea of peace in this season get overlooked, friends. We really need to pause for a moment and meditate on the fact of what does it mean to be a peaceful leader. Peaceful leaders have learned, they've learned to manage themselves in any environment, in any environment. They've learned to manage themselves. They've learned to dictate that internal dialogue that leads to a place of peacefulness, to be at rest, to be assured, to prosper, to be confident. (laughs) I love peace. I do. I need it. I need it. I love it. And I want you and I to be peaceful leaders. You know what? Peaceful leaders are productive. Peaceful leaders are passionate. Peaceful leaders have clarity. Peaceful leaders are awesome people. I'm just really impressed today in our podcast to make sure we're defining peace correctly so that we can, with anticipation, with joy, with eagerness, really lean our hearts into the idea of being a peaceful leader. We got to learn how to manage ourselves in any environment. And Jesus did this in one of the storms. As you know, I'm a person of faith, and so I love the the stories of Jesus. And there's one particular story where he's in a storm, and <laughs> these experienced fishermen, as well as some others, are, think they're going to die in the middle of the boat, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the sea, surrounded by chaos. And I, that sometimes describes our leadership, doesn't it? And there's Jesus asleep in the boat. It's difficult to have authority over the storm that has authority over you. And I want you to be a peaceful leader. You got to learn to manage yourselves in any environment. And peaceful leaders are productive because they help minimize the negative effects of anxiety, fear, chaos, and confusion. They've, They've learned how to increase productivity because we're going to decrease and we're going to minimize the negative effects of anxiety, fear, chaos, confusion. Those things that like to eat at productivity. And being peaceful, being a peaceful leader should be the goal of every leader that we have. So when we talk about being a peaceful leader, I want to share with you three important realities about what it means to be a peaceful leader. And some of these are going to sound similar if you listen to episode 104 about the joyful leader, but they're also a little different. So here's the first reality. Peace is always available. Peace is always available. In John chapter 14, Jesus says to his leadership team, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Jesus talked about the power of peace. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. Jesus is talking about peace in the middle of circumstances and situations that are causing trouble and might actually solicit fear. And Jesus, in the middle of that moment, in the middle of that environment, Jesus is reminding his disciples, hey, 
I give you peace. And I'm not giving you the kind of peace that the world gives. I'm giving you the kind of peace that only I can give. You know, the world can't, can't really um, give peace, can it? The world can't really give peace the way Jesus gives peace. The world is known as peacekeepers. I don't know if the world is really known for its peacemaking. But Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I don't give as the world gives. I give differently. I give generously, without end, without supply. And Jesus' kind of peace isn't just about peacekeeping. And Jesus' kind of peace is about peacemaking. Peace is always available. How about this awesome verse out of Romans chapter 15, verse 13? This, this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So we trust in him. Peace is always available. Peace is what we experience when we're in relationship with Jesus. Peace is, peace is the evidence that some of our beliefs and perspectives are actually lies and they're limiting. You know, when, when peace shows up, it exposes things. It's like, hey, that thing you believe there, that's a lie. That that situation you believe there, that's very limiting. This vision, this opportunity, this goal, that's too small. You need to dream bigger. Peace has a way, friends, of exposing that. And we ought to be grateful. We ought to be grateful for God's peace. See, peace is his presence. It's a person more than just the absence of chaos. Peace is the presence of someone. Therefore, it's always available because Jesus is alive. And he said, I'm going to never leave you and I'm not ever going to forsake you. And this peace that I'm giving to you, I'm leaving it with you. It's always available. It's always accessible. Don't look at it the kind of peace that Rome, the Roman soldiers who are occupying Israel. Don't. This is, the, this is the kind of military peace they give. This is the kind of eternal kingdom peace that I give. And this peace for us as leaders can be a constant state. It can be a constant position of our heart and position of our mind. And I wonder what would this kind of leadership, peaceful leadership look like in your life and in mine? The second reality that I want us to focus on is that peace is the result of good leadership. Peace is the result of good leadership. You know, John Maxwell often says, and many, many great leaders say, that any leader worth following, that leader is following someone. Any leader worth following, that leader is following someone. See, friends, to be a peaceful leader, you need a peaceful leader. For me to be a peaceful leader, for you to be a peaceful leader, we need to be following a peaceful leader. And this is my great contention in my advocacy for Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God. They're the best leader of all time because they just don't have the attributes of good leadership. It's fundamentally their very nature are these attributes of good leadership. And so not only is peace always available, that first reality, but the second reality is that peace is the result of good leadership. Notice again in Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. God's trustworthy. And as we trust in him, he fills us with all joy and peace, the joyful leader and the peaceful leader. Why? Because he wants us to overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
we overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's as if when He fills us. So here, here's here's what this pic, this verse looks like in pic, in in picture form. You're surrounded by chaos or opportunity, stuff's going on, and and your heart is energized. You're energetic, got nervous energy, maybe anxiety, maybe fear, chaos, confusion. Maybe you've got two great opportunities in front of you, and you're just not certain which one you need to run with. You've got people around you that have needs. You've got people that are calling you and emailing you and texting you, particularly in this COVID environment, that they're, they're, they're fearful, they're afraid, they're stressed out, they're overwhelmed. Everything is pulling at them. And, and so this, this is the cloud in which you're living. And what Romans 15, 13 is wanting to encourage us to do is stop, slow down, and position yourself before God in trust. Trust him. And when you slow down long enough to trust him, then you slow down long enough to receive his joy and his peace. And joy and peace, you've swallowed those things. You've digested those things. And what starts showing up now in your physical frame and your muscles and your mouth and your vision and your speaking and your listening is hope hope. You overflow with hope. Life squeezes you. And what comes out? Hope. That's the power of the peaceful leader. Peace is the result of good leadership. Read Psalm 23. It's all about Jesus being the great shepherd that leads us into places of wonderful wonderful peace. I love Psalm 23. It's the whole thing is really about the power of Jesus's leadership, green pastures and quiet waters, refreshing the soul. We have wisdom on the right path to take. And even though we're in the darkest valley, there's no fear. There's courage. We experience the presence of God. He guides us and he directs us. They provide comfort for us. And I love this in verse five, Psalm 23, five, God prepares a table of prosperity in abundance and provision in the presence of our very enemies. He anoints us with oil. I mean, friends, Jesus is a great leader and being a peaceful leader is the product of following a peaceful leader. And it's the leadership offered by others that should add the value of life. This is what Jesus's leadership brings is it brings life. And it's easy, isn't it, to rest under peace-filled leaders. We experience the goodness of their leadership, and we can thrive in difficult moments. Peace leads to hope. The peaceful leader finds hope. And I don't know any ministry, organization, small group team that doesn't want to experience the beauty, the majesty, and the power of hope. So reality number one is that peace is always available for you as a leader. Reality number two is that peace is the result of good leadership. Who are you following and how are they producing good leadership in your life? Are you following a peaceful leader that's producing peace in your leadership? Reality number three is that peace has a positive influence. Peace also has a positive influence. I shared last week in episode 104 a few just scientifically supported facts about how joy can have such a positive effect on our lives. Well, beloved friends, peace can also have those kind of effects on our lives. And here's just a few ideas that I wrote down based upon the reality. Peace has a positive influence. Number one, number one positive influence 
is emotional safety and empowerment. I mean, if you've been raised in a family that argued a lot, lots of anxiety, lots of fear, lots of control, lots of yelling or emotional disconnection and abandonment and just avoidance, yeah, that's not an emotionally safe environment to be raised in. That's not an environment of empowerment. But if you were raised in a home where parents knew how to do conflict that creates win-win scenarios, conflict that yields to one another, confrontation that actually builds up one another and empowers one another, then you start to experience emotional safety. Remember, peace isn't just the absence of chaos. It's the presence of someone. There was peace in that storm in the Bible when I told about that story, Jesus sleeping. There was peace in the storm, and apparently Jesus had it, and the disciples didn't. He was in an emotional safety and an empowering position, and they were not. Peace offers the positive influence of emotional safety and empowerment. It's the place where your coworkers, your ministry teammates, those that you're leading and serving and shepherding can express fear. They can express worry. They can express anxiety. They can express those kind of negative realities without judgment because peace is going to offer a different narrative. And the peaceful leader can articulate that, can personify that, can actually give leadership to that end. The second positive influence is prosperity, which is very much about emotional safety and empowerment. It's prosperity. Teams prosper. Businesses prosper. Organizations prosper. Ministries prosper when peace is present. Peace produces prosperity. You want to just think about your own body, how peace manifests in your body, energy. And it also, the third influence, peace produces clarity. I know that I've dealt with anxiety a lot and have it at times and it confuses, it blurs, it doesn't create clarity. But but peace offers a tremendous amount of clarity. Clarity of vision, clarity of priorities, clarity of task, uh, clarity about the people I see, the people I work with, their gifts, their talents, their contributions, clarity about the problems and the difficulties that are also there and how we can overcome those and find solutions and move forward. I love, I really love the positive effects of peace. Emotional safety, empowerment, prosperity, clarity. How about benefit others? A peaceful leader brings tremendous benefit and value to others. Others are going to prosper. They're going to have clarity. They're going to experience emotional safety. They're going to experience empowerment. And lastly, I would say peace guards. There's a wonderful verse in Philippians where Paul talks about the power of prayer. And he says, when you pray, you will receive a peace that passes understanding and it guards your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is a warrior, friends. Peace is a protector. It will guard your heart. It will guard your mind from the lies, the anxiety, the fears, the disruptions. There's a way to navigate through those stormy seas, friends, and find your way to the other side of prosperity and productivity and empowerment and accomplishment, all the while adding value to people's personal lives. You know what? I believe you can be the peaceful leader. I want you to be the peaceful leader, and I hope some of my thoughts today will help you become a peaceful leader. I love each of you so much. I really appreciate you being with me today. appreciate you being with me this year. I'm signing off for 2020. I'll be taking off the month of December to refresh, but I'll be back at the beginning of January. Excited to have another year of ordinary people, extraordinary lives. Have a great holiday season, everybody. I love you big, and I'll talk to you soon.